Welcome once more to Minutes for Christ. I'm the Reverend Graham Taylor and today we're going to be thinking about the first few Beatitudes because Beatitudes form the greatest sermon that Christ ever taught and they have changed our world and can change us if we let them really in to our very being. So let's hear them now. I'm reading from Matthew Chapter 5, verse 1 to 6. Now when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Amen. We have a lot of sayings about words. They butter no parsnips, or unlike sticks and stones, they apparently can't harm us. But the question of the day is, can they change us? Some time ago I heard words that could change the world. They were repeated just last month at Davos. For at the United Nations in New York, Greta Thunberg said that she should be in school, except she was now on the other side of the Atlantic. She then made clear all of youth's displeasure, the lack of action over climate change. She expressed her ire at the leaders who were stealing her future. Then she finished famously demanding, How dare you? These words were spoken to a few, but have resonated around the globe echoing the lost dreams of childhood in an unsustainable planet. Yet there is still time for these words to bring real change, real change through teaching, preaching and healing. Christ too was called to the same mission of teaching, preaching and healing. Nevertheless, against the incandescent anger of Greta, his beatitudes seemed tame in comparison. However, over the millennia, they too have changed the world, changed it profoundly. How? They've done it by changing people's perception of the situation. Let's take the first few uh, Beatitudes as an example. For the first group of four Beatitudes, hark back to Isaiah chapter 61. And they reflect the difficult and oppressive situations people can find themselves in. But our English translation miss one thing. It's the alliterative use of the letter P in the Greek. So these verses might be better translated as Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the plaintiff. Blessed are the powerless. Blessed are those who pine for righteousness. Therefore in each of these situations the Beatitudes talk about a reversal of fortune. In fact they express the promise that where the world would think of people in these situations being filled with shame God instead gives them honour. Perhaps then we need to read and reread these rules and use them to guide our own teaching and preaching and healing. We these modes of behaviour permeate our very being so that every word we utter will reverse oppressive situations and restore hope, hope to those who have lost their dreams. 
may these beatitudes be traditions of thinking so as to build a community of all the earth above even these. May the alliteration contained with these lines be like a drip feed, a drip feed of encouragement, inspiration and courage. Courage to know that we can change the world, that we can indeed allow good to extinguish evil. There was once a small industrial town in Poland that just happened to have very good Aryl links. Its name is Oswitzen. A few days ago, the planets great and good mustered there. We, of course, know it by its infamous German name of Auschwitz. But the most remarkable human beings present wore white and blue striped scarves. They were the Holocaust survivors. Surely no more worthy group deserves the fruits of the Beatitudes. No greater group has proved that life will defeat death. No better life healers can make all of us contemplate the plight of the poor and the powerless and the plaintiffs for justice. For theirs is indeed, and never will be, the kingdom of God. In fact, there's a Jewish story that the only question God will have for us on arrival in heaven is, how did you enjoy my good earth? When Jesus was born a Jew, lived as a Jew, and died a Jew. And so the point is that Jesus in the Beatitudes was not talking about some mythical time when the Beatitudes might be fulfilled. Rather, he was saying, follow them with all your hearts and minds and souls, and the world will see them here and now. The press can be liberated to freedom. The grieving can be consoled with hope. And the righteousness can make the planet a beautiful place. A beautiful place to live, live life to its fullest. And what would we call this perfected earth? Well, why not just heaven? Now, let us bring it near. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you for the gifts of the Beatitudes. Help them to permeate our world so that our world is a better place for those who are poor in spirit, those who hunger for justice and those who are oppressed. Help us also to let the Beatitudes permeate our hearts and minds and souls so that we can make them happen in this world, here and now. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, we've come to the end of our time together, so I hope you've been uplifted, and if you have, please subscribe to these podcasts. So, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Christ be with you each moment of your day, and the Spirit lighten your life, so that each moment of it is lived to all its fullness. Thank you.